Previously, on that Bible story you've probably never heard. The time of God's judgment on the house of Ahab has finally come, and now you will anoint Jehu. You will avenge my prophets and all my servants. Jehu is king! On to vengeance! Are you here for peace, Jehu? What peace? So long as the adultery and witchcraft of your mother Jezebel are so many. Had Zimri peace? When he killed his master? Throw her down! Wait until you see my zeal for the Lord. I'm going to serve Baal much, much more. What about your zeal for the Lord? This is the day Baal dies in Israel. What will you serve? This is part three in the Rise and Fall of the House of Ahab series, The Final Target. Found in 2 Kings 11 and 12 and 2 Chronicles 22 through 24. Jehu has destroyed the house of Ahab and seized the throne of Israel. However, for the final phase of our story, we must turn our attention to the southern half of Israel, Judah. After the northern tribes split away after Jeroboam, the line of David has reigned here. However, Jehoshaphat allied himself with the house of Ahab. He remained a godly king, but his son married into Ahab's house and was very wicked under his wife's influence. He even killed all his brothers and many princes so as to have no rivals. He was punished with an incurable disease that killed him. His son Ahaziah took over. He was just as wicked as his father under the influence of his mother Athaliah. Jehu killed him along with the house of Ahab, and soon news of his death reached the palace and the ears of the queen. I'm so sorry, my queen, but Jehu has killed your son. No, not my son. What else? What about my family, my brothers, his sisters, my nephews? All killed by Jehu. This can't be happening. Not my family. Leave me. I need to be alone. You, Rebecca, stay here. Oh, my queen. I'm so sorry to hear about this. I can't believe it. The greatest kings in Israel. The greatest dynasty. Gone. It must be so hard. I'm all that's left. You still have your children and grandchildren. They're all dead to me so long as my son is gone. You must not say things like that. One of them will soon be king. It is a terrible thing that I am here, queen of only half of Israel, when I should be queen over both halves. The house of Omri deserved to reign over it all. Now in the north, this rebellious captain Jehu destroyed what was rightfully mine. And here, everything must run through the line of David. David this and David that. He was the greatest king, the one who killed giants and defeated all his enemies. And who is David compared to Omri and Ahab? They won victories, built great monuments to our family and people. Our houses were aligned underneath Ahab and Jehoshaphat. It should have been unified under us. I've tried to guide these people from the old worship of Yahweh to the gods of my family. And now everything is gone. There's nothing you can do about it now. Oh, but there is. What do you mean? My family is not finished as long as I am in power. I shall have the kingdom Jehu has tried to deny us. But my queen, the people won't submit to a queen. There has never been one queen who ruled alone. All my life, I have yielded to the winds of men. And where has it gotten me? My family? I shall take 
back control now. But your children and grandchildren, surely one of them can reign? I have no son, no grandson. And Isaiah was my son, and he is dead. What will you do to them? All opponents must die, as my late husband did to his brothers, and as Jehu did to us. So must be done to the remnants of the house of David. All the sons of David will die tonight. Surely my queen wouldn't do something like this. You're grieving. You should wait. There cannot be any more waiting. The house of David is tonight. The queen's orders went out, and all who could aspire to be king were killed. Well, except for one. Jehosheba, the sister of the late King Ahaziah, and the wife of Jehoiada the priest, chose to rescue the youngest son of Ahaziah. Hurry, we don't have much time. Maybe we should wait. Maybe the queen would have mercy on the boy. Why, he's just a baby. I know my mother, and once she gets an idea, she won't let it go. But if they find us taking him away, we'll be killed along with everyone else. Where can we hide? Your mother is the queen. She'll have spies everywhere. The only place we could go, the temple. My husband is a prominent priest. He will find a place for you. If not here, then somewhere. Thank you so much for this chance you're taking. Shh. I hear someone coming. The two women stepped into a dark room, hoping the baby wouldn't make a sound. Two soldiers marched past, heading for the bedroom they had been in a few minutes before. Joshua stuck her head out and checked the hall. It was clear. We have to get out of here. Once they find him gone, they will raise an alarm and stop anyone going in or out. Where can we go? Come on, I know where the servant's exit is. We've got to get there soon. As they hurried along, they heard angry voices down the hallway they had been. A shout was raised. Somehow, they got through the door unnoticed and hurried along the back streets until they got to the entrance of the living quarters of the priest. They knocked rapidly on the doors, and the wife of one of the older priests answered the door. Jehoshaba, what's wrong? Who's this? Miriam, please let us in. Hurry! We have to get off the streets. Okay, come in. This is Joash, the son of Ahaziah, and his nurse. The king's son? What are they doing here? Athaliah got news today that Ahaziah was killed in a revolution in Israel. She grew very angry and ordered the death of all the seed royal. I found out and got them out before they were killed with the others. Jehoshaba, are you insane? You can't bring them here. There was nowhere else we could go. Don't you understand? If Athaliah wouldn't hesitate to kill all the heirs to the throne, do you really think she wouldn't kill the priests if she found out? The priesthood was almost wiped out by Saul when they helped David. That's a risk we have to take. I couldn't let them kill him. He's barely one year old and he's my nephew. How are we supposed to hide a baby? Please let me talk to Jehoiada. He'll agree with me. No, they have to leave now. What's all the fuss in here? Jehoiada, please help us. What's going on? Who is this woman with her baby? This is Joash, the son of Ahaziah. Athaliah is killing all the heirs to the throne. I managed to get Joash and his nurse out in time, but they have no place to go. If Athaliah finds out, we're all dead. You say she is killing all the heirs to the throne? What of Ahaziah? He was killed in a revolution in Israel by Jehu. Joash may be the only one left. 
That's why we have to hide him. What if the queen found out? That's a risk we'll have to take. Joash is the only one left of the royal line of David. God promised David a perpetual lineage that he would always have a son to rule. If we can play a small part, then I'm happy to help. Miriam, prepare one of the chambers in the temple for him. As they prepared to welcome in their two new guests, Athaliah was receiving her report unhappily. You couldn't find the youngest one? You failure! Find him! My queen, my men followed your orders. We have killed all the others. But when we arrived, we found the room in disarray, like they left in haste. We sealed the palace and searched it, but there was no sign of the boy or his nurse. Fools! We scoured the streets, but there was no sign of him. We checked for witnesses. One did say she saw two women with a baby hurrying through the streets, but she couldn't identify them or where they were going. That's not good enough! Find him! Forgive me for asking, but why does it matter? The boy is just a baby maybe one year old. He can pose no threat to your reign. It will be at least a decade before he can reign. He exists as a symbol to the line of David. As long as he lives, he's a threat to my rule. Whatever resources you need to find and kill him, you have them. Now go! They searched, but didn't think to look in the temple itself. Six long years passed under the harsh, wicked reign of the final member of Ahab's house. The priests were very careful to protect the young child. However, Jehoiada was not idle, developing relationships with different captains of the army. Finally, after six years, he could no longer wait. He gathered the captains and leaders together outside. We've endured six long years under Athaliah. The time has come for the rightful heir to the throne to rise. But there are none left. The Annihilator killed them all. I need you all to promise me something. What I am about to show you cannot leave this place until the time is right. Come in. A young seven-year-old boy came in. This is Joash, the youngest son of Ahazia. Why, that's impossible. She killed all the children. Not quite. I heard rumors that one baby had been spirited away and never found. My wife Jehosheba, the daughter of the queen, heard what she was doing and rescued the boy and his nurse on that fateful night. He's been hiding here in the temple ever since. The time has come to return the son of David to the throne. I am pleased to hear this naturally, but he's just a little child. How can he rule? I've brought him up. I can help guide him until he's old enough to reign on his own. Well... If it means restoring the proper ruler to the throne and removing this, this, this daughter of Ahab, I'm in. Excellent. I need you to help me. You must gather your men quietly. I will send trusted messengers throughout Israel to gather the Levites here. Once we are all gathered, we will be ready to proceed. The men left. Joash walked over and looked up at Jehoiada. Father, what were you talking about? I need to talk to you about some important things. First of all, I'm not actually your father. You're not? No, your father was King Ahazia. But after he was killed, the queen tried to kill all his sons, including you. So we've raised you here in secret. Why would she do that? She is a very bad woman who does not serve the one true God. She wanted to be queen over all Judah and did not want you or anyone else to become king. What were those men here for? Well, the queen has not served God, and she should not be in charge anyway. You're the son of the king. You should be the king. I can't be king. 
I'm just a kid. I'll still be there for you, like I have always been until you get older. The men followed his orders and gathered the people to Jehoiada again. When the forces Jehoiada had called for arrived, he armed them all and gave them orders. It is time for David's son to reign again. I want a third of you, only the Levites, to guard the door. The third can gather outside the palace. The other third of you will stay by the fountain gate. The people will stay in the courts of the Lord's house. Only the priests and the Levites can come in the temple. The rest of you will keep watch. We will begin on the Sabbath, so men coming and going out to the temple will not be suspicious. The Levites must guard him at all times. If anyone comes into the house that shouldn't, they must be put to death. The Sabbath day came, and the people began to implement the plan. However, Athaliah would soon hear rumors. Great Queen, I have something to share with you. What? Is it pressing? It may be. It's about your daughter, Jehoshaphat. What of her? Well, I was walking by the temple the other day, and I noticed two children playing, with her watching. What of it? They seem to be her children. I have seen one of the boys before, but I have never seen this other one. How should I know all her children? Well, what might intrigue you about this one is that he appeared to be about six or seven. I also heard her call him Joash. I'm still not... Wait, do you mean... No, no, that, that's impossible. We would have found out by now. We never searched the temple. Perhaps he's been hiding there ever since. That's a lot of guessing. True, but there has been a lot of, shall we say, abnormal activity in the area. Some of the army captains meeting with Jehoiada, visitors from out of town working in the temple all of a sudden. That does seem odd. I'll send you to check it out, but... Wait, hold on. What's that sound? It sounds like a riot or a celebration. I need to go out there to the show to show them who their queen is. The sound they heard was the coronation of the new king. Jehoiada and the men with him had gathered all the people into the courts of the temple. They brought out the king and crowned him. The people cheered and began to celebrate, shouting, God save the king! God save the king! The trumpets began to sound. This is when Athaliah arrived. What is going on here? I did not order a gathering. Wait, who is that? It's the boy I was telling you about. They are shouting, forgot to save the king. There is no king. I am your queen. This is treason. 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 Captain, take her out of the temple and put her to death. Anyone follows her. Let them be put to death too. She can't be killed in the house of the Lord. The captains took the deposed queen outside to the gate by the palace and killed her there. The prophecy had finally been completed as the final member of Ahab's house died. Jehoiada made a covenant between himself, the people, and the new king that they would serve the one true God again. The people went to the house of Baal and destroyed all the things connected with its worship. They put the priest of Baal to death next to the altars he had worked at. They began to reinstitute the worship of God and brought the child king to his palace. After rejoicing, the land of Judah quieted down, pleased with their new king. I'm the new king now? Yes, Joash, don't worry. I will help you until you are old enough to run the country on your own. You must remember, though, to always serve the Lord God. A good king leads his people after God. Tell me more about my father. Was he a good king? No, no, he wasn't. 
He worshipped the false gods of his mother. That's why he didn't reign for very long. But you have a chance to serve God and be blessed. You don't have to repeat his mistakes. I'm glad you're helping me. The king reigned for several years, with Jehoiada guiding his steps along the way. One day, when he was older, he had an idea. Jehoiada, we should repair God's house. The Levites can gather offerings like they did in the time of Moses. That's a fine idea. I'll talk to them about it. They talked, but nothing was done. Joash called for Jehoiada and the priests to return. Why haven't you started working on the temple? Well, you see, the offerings haven't come in like we hoped. Because you haven't tried. We need to repair it. The sons of Athaliah, that wicked woman, have let it run down. They dedicated the things that were dedicated to God to Balaam. Now, here are my orders. You will no longer receive money for yourselves. It must go to the Lord's house until it is repaired. But my king... I am your king, and those are my orders. If it pains you too much to collect the offering yourself, at least put a chest out that visitors can put money into. The priest went out, irritated at the rebuke from their young king. Who does he think he is, rebuking us like that? We're the priests of the Lord. Don't you think we would know when to repair God's house? He's got a good point. It has been run down because of our last two kings and Athaliah. And then to demand that we don't receive money. If that's the way he wants it, then so be it. We won't take money or give it to the temple. The least we can do is put out a box for donations for repairs. That's not too much to ask. Jehoiada did make a box and put it at the door. To help things along, Joash made a proclamation to bring in the offering of Moses. Soon it was filled up and the work began. The temple was refurbished and new vessels were made. Jehoiada proved to have a great influence. People of Judah served God while he was alive. Eventually, though, he died. He was even buried with the kings for everything that he had done for Israel. After his death, some of the princes who had served with Jehoram and had survived Athaliah's purge came to the king to honor him and to give their own pitch. Great King Joash, let me start by saying how sorry I am for your loss and the loss of the whole kingdom. Jehoiada was a great man. Thank you. A bit misguided, though. What do you mean? Well, he was very adamant about serving the Lord God. And that's a fine sentiment to have. That belief got Israel through the years. However, it was an archaic belief. In our modern age, people have realized that such a God is, well, shall we say, insufficient. Jehoiada told me that God would bring judgment on us if we left him for other gods. Again, that was something for our fathers who didn't know better. It serves a good purpose for the weak and simple-minded people who don't know better to believe in one all-powerful God who has chosen them. But for people like us, we need a more modern approach. And what is that? Limiting yourself to one God is selling yourself short. A truly balanced kingdom must have many gods. Jehoiada told me that would bring God's judgment. Give me an example of that working. The house of Ahab in Samaria. They were among Israel's most wealthy and powerful kings, winning battles, building great cities and monuments. But they were destroyed for not serving God. How is that a successful example? There's a secret about the last king of that house that you really should know. King Jehoram left the worship of Baal, choosing to only serve Jeroboam's golden calves. 
That was why he was killed. Your father understood this principle. Jehoiada always told me I didn't have to repeat my father's mistakes. But Jehoiada is no longer with us. The kingdom is in your hands. You have to make up your mind which path you will follow. I will have you know, though, that your princes have secretly been serving the other gods of your father. Will you join them or hold to the ways of the past? I need some time to think about it. Of course, Great King. I am sure you'll come to the right decision. Joash thought deeply about who he really was and what he should do. Jehoiada had always been his anchor, the one he could turn to with these tough questions, and for all purposes, his father, but he was gone. Joash was in charge now, and he had to make these decisions for himself. He ended up deciding to follow the false gods of his father and the princes around him. Though God was angry, he hadn't given up on Joash. He sent prophets to warn them, including one that Joash was very familiar with. I am pleased with the turnout to this feast. Yes, and then next week, we have festivals in the groves, and then another feast for Baal, and then... Hear me! Who's that on the balcony? Brother? I mean, what do you want, mad prophet? Thus saith God, why do you transgress the commandments of the Lord, so you can't prosper? Because you have forsaken the Lord, he has forsaken you. The people began muttering. All eyes were on the king. What would he do? This was Jehoiada's son, a brother to him. Stone him. The Lord see it and require it. This is the beginning of the end for the young king who had once held priests responsible for not fixing up the house of God. God's judgment soon came. The Syrians sent a small army that came in and spoiled the city of Jerusalem, leaving with the dedicated things of the Lord. Joash was killed by his own servants for killing the son of Jehoiada. He wasn't buried with the kings like the priests who had guided him. The sad ending of Joash paints a very powerful lesson for us. Every person has to make their own decision on whether to serve God. Joash was so reliant on Jehoiada that he failed to stand for God when Jehoiada died. Joash is weak and easily led astray. Other people can't make that decision for you, whether they be a pastor, a parent, or anybody. You have to decide for yourself to serve God and to make that commitment. And that concludes our story and the House of Ahab trilogy. Today's show, The Final Target, was written, edited, directed, and produced by Drew Hill. Music composed by Drew Hill. In the cast you heard, Durant Hill, Natalie Hill, Jackson Hill, Landon Hill, Joanna Claggett, Jonathan Claggett, Mindy Gans, Carrie Myers, Sue Myers, Thomas Paretic, John Gans, Emily Williams, Dylan Vantwerp, and myself, your host, Drew Hill. Tune in next time for another show. Good night.